Burgess, welcome back. C.L. Bryant Show. How are you, man? C.L., my, my pleasure, buddy. Looking forward to chatting with you once again. Great. Burgess, you know, you and I, we often share and talk about uh, our growing up and so forth. Let's talk about policing back then. I grew up in a, a some sort of a small community. My father was known very well in our community by whites and blacks. And I never had any difficulties as a, as a kid uh, growing up in our community because of him, I, I do believe, because of my family. Um, so I, 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 I've never known a bad relationship with police officers in my community, although I know that there were some who had bad relationships. Uh, talk to us about the difference in uh, approach and the relationship in segregated times, it, it, which for us was, you and I were old enough to know it was worse, than, than they are looking at it now. Burgess, talk to us. Yeah. Well, well, first of all, uh, the times are different. And, you know, see, it was, it was interesting. I've been getting calls from, uh, from guys, former peers, whether college or, or, or pro, that are so, so much appreciative of the, of the message that you and I are giving out there because we all grew up in that same time. And, and I think it's a, uh, it's a, um, it's a knock on our parents not to, not to explain exactly how well they did against true racism. And the best thing they did was teach us about respect, period. It was all about respect. As young people, we knew how to respect elders. We understood respecting God, family, country, and women particularly. And so we, we were able to control ourselves. We got in situations because that, that's what really moving forward is all about, is controlling emotions, understanding it's a long game, and being smart enough to strategically figure out how can I get the best out of the situation. So when it came down to authority, we grew up thinking, I want to be a policeman, I want to be a, I want to be a fireman. That was kind of the, the, the area we grew up in. And what we have to understand, the difference what's happened now is that the lessons have done over the last few decades, three, four, I mean, six, seven decades, is to take away any understanding of what respect means for anything. They turn, they're trying to turn our race into self-centered, uh, uh, self-centered people that everything revolves around ourselves. If you think that way, you're not going to ever be, you're not going to have the people skills to get you to help you navigate through this process called life. There will always be bad people. There's always good people. The good thing about our country, we have more good people than bad. That's why this is, the, this is why it's the biggest attraction to people around the world. They love this American way. So, so we have to understand what this whole thing has come down to is that, and I just think about this earlier. I'm just going to segue for a little bit, uh, because you know, we, we understand what the Democratic Party has been about. Uh, the, the leadership, and by the way, I'm going to say this to my Democratic friend, please open your eyes, see what's happening with the leadership. There are a lot of good people that love their country as much as we do. They just don't understand their leadership the way we do. The Democratic leadership has always been a nemesis to freedom. They've always been about bullying and, and they're cowards. They're always hiding behind something, whether it be hiding behind the, the, the white list or the KKK. Hiding, hiding behind the uh, bureaucracy where they can, they can do their damage to everybody sees where they are uh, their tenure in colleges where they turn out little kids in the boxes and nobody knows how to fire them. Well, right now they have they're hiding behind the teeth, the black mask. And the biggest thing that's done over the years, and this is something I just realized, is they hide, about, they hide behind their white skin. These people that now run our, 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 these, uh, these democratic uh, cities, where misery is going rampant, uh, where you have the, the police brutality, where systemic racism truly is, is there because they make sure that black people stay down. Here's the, here's the problem. We have something like we just have this 
love to have somebody ask him, now that he's white, is he a Democrat? Go and ask that mayor or the, or the, the prosecutor, that, the people that, that continue to put our kids into jail for, for, uh, for 10 years. I have a young man that I worked with years and years ago. He was a pro-prospect a, a from a poor community. He got caught taking marijuana from one place to the other. They gave him a choice, 10 years or uh, 10 years or 20. Three to the 10. And that's, that's, that destroys, and that's what the people do. Now, the question is, the prosecutor that just, that, that just a little mention this in his council, was he a Democrat or was he a Republican? Was a judge who sits there and has no heart for his kids. But the, 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 the people who, who, who say that our kids cannot go into a good community get a good college, uh, to get a good education because they want to keep them in a bad educated uh, high school. Wow. Those Democrats or Republicans? That's the question we have to ask. That is a question. That is a question that must be asked. And, you know, um, Burgess, I want to uh, talk about this because when we look at, and I've talked about this on the show, I've spoken on this topic uh, around the country. Can't wait to get back out in front of the crowds, too, man. Cannot wait to do it. <laughs> no, but no. but uh, when we talk about nonviolence and the method that Dr. King used, you mentioned respect. It was all about respect. This is actually, if you want to understand the core of the nonviolent movement, what King was demanding was the respect that he knew he deserved while giving the respect that authority deserved. That's what the nonviolent movement was about. And uh, we are where we are today, not because of violence. We're where we are because King respected authority and that demanded that authority respect him. He came to cash the promissory note. Talk to us. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And, and, and coming through that era, I, I want to even kind of parse that a little bit more because what he did uh, is he showed discipline. He showed respect. He showed uh, uh, artic- an articulated people and explained exactly why they were there. And he was actually fighting for the, the image of the black race that at that time was being knocked by the Democratic Party. Uh, so, so he did even, it was more than he commanded. He commanded respect, not demanded. What he did, anybody who saw that, their hearts, because we're a very empathetic country, we love, we love to, to, to reach out to the underdog. We love to serve. So across this country, black, white, uh, 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 Jews, Christian, it didn't matter what the background was. Americans turned to this, this, this mission, this, this, this process, and, and their hearts, their hearts just came out for them. So that's why that Washington, Washington, the march in Washington, D.C. was such a big one. Because America's time to time was turning. And once the American people start to get it and they stand up for what's right, the politicians have to have to kowtow. They have to follow their lead or they won't be politicians anymore. So that's that's what it comes down to. You're right. It was his mission. And and, and I, I, let me just say this. The other side of this, because of the seed, the seed that was planted by by, by, by that 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 time, the civil rights era of, of God, country. That's why the, the fruit ends up being the people we have today. The other side, and uh, the Black Lives Matter, that is, that is a different seed. It's Marxism. And the founders of Marxism, they hate our country. So what is their seed in their wake? Burnt black cities, uh, 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 death, destruction, anger. So you see, we have to understand there's a law of seed harvest. We have to look at those organizations. You know, look at Black Lives Matter. Look at the, the, the wake that brings us five 
seen a Dallas, uh, Dallas class uh, four years ago. That's what's happening. We have evil seed versus the good seed. We have to understand that and, and, uh, and, 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 and recognize what we need to be following and supporting or not. Let me ask you this, uh, Burgess. Burgess Owens, Super Bowl champion, outspoken champion of uh, the cause of our republic and our society. Uh, Burgess, uh, before we go any further, before I ask you the next question, tell everybody how to get a hold of you and talk to us about uh, your uh, latest work. Thank you so much. Uh, we get so enthused, I forget to sometimes talk about it. I'm now running for Congress uh, in the 4th District in Utah. Uh, my, my website is Burgess4Utah.com. And, and what's significant about this particular district, and I'm so blessed to be here, is that it's between number one and number three of both for both parties to 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 win or keep the house. Democrats must have the seat uh, to keep the house. We must have the seat to win our country. So for for, for our country, this is truly a national uh, referendum. This is a linchpin. This this county, this this district can literally define the direction of our nation. To get the house back, we also give the Senate more backbone because they're trying to get uh, congressmen in there, freshmen. That's truly of our country, not going to be um, a lobbyist or, or, or permanent uh, congressman. We're there to make a difference like our president is. You put a, a house in order where we, we run the house, put a Senate in order where we have a backbone finally, and a president's been doing what he's doing for the last four years. You're going to see such a renaissance in our country that people will cross the board be so excited. And guess what's going to happen with that? The, the, the anger, the strife, the division begins to die down. With success in this country, people come together. Just like the Super Bowl game we won, boy, we were tight to ever imagine because we were we just winning, baby. And that's, that's what our country needs to do. We do that, we will solve a lot of the strife. We will not allow the leftists to, to have the impact that we're having because we have to, we're too happy to be fighting each other. And that's what we have to get to. You know, I, I just loved uh, the owner coach that you also played for, I believe, uh, Al Davis. I just loved uh, him. I loved his attitude because he had the attitude, Burgess. And he's the, he, that attitude made y'all champions, I'm telling you. He had the attitude, just win, baby. Just win. And uh, that's the attitude that I believe this president has, Burgess. I know it's the attitude that you and I uh, have toward yes. our, our nation. Uh, when uh, we return, or we can start this conversation now. I, I want you to stay with me through the break if you can, uh, Burgess. Okay, I know sure. you're busy. <clears throat> but uh, Michelle and you have preordained something, I understand. But uh, but just the same, let's start this conversation just in case I do lose you. Um, okay. Elitist. Elitist, elitist, uh, black elitist. Yep. Some of us as black people don't think that there are black elitists who are uh, <laughs> deceiving us. Let's talk about that type yep. of deception. You speak to it. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to describe uh, black elitists in two words. I hope people remember this. When you see the, the black caucus, the NAACP, uh, 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 Sharpton, uh, the whole group of people, you can always just remember these two words, poverty pimps. Okay, that's who they are. We had a we had a society that I grew up in that was remarkable. I just talked to my cousin who's in Texas who, who grew up in the third ward. That's in, that's just now they're not talking about. That had the same experience I did. Middle class between fifty to six percent of Black Americans in the sixties were part of the middle class. So we had so many business owners everywhere around us was business owners, and we have business owners. You have young kids growing up and say, you know what? If he can do that, I can do that. So our, our dreams were big. And then we had these people who came in to look like us, made us promises about what they're going to do to make changes, and they sold us down the river. They're traitors. The 
came in, couldn't play it because their, their white Democratic leadership told them to. They got paid to do it. Put in case policies that make it so difficult for poor to leave, leave poverty and, and join the middle class. So difficult for business owners, black business owners, went from 40% rule income going up to now 3.8%. And by the way, that's, that's what powers the middle class, the small business owners. It made it so difficult that our, our middle class was shrunk in the middle. We now have more elitists, these, these people who could care less about anyone but themselves. They think, of, they think of themselves the North Star, and they make sure they have a great big poor class that looks at them as being their God. So that's what we're fighting against. And I tell you what, what's happened with President Trump, he's pulled back the curtain. Anyone who truly cares about the black community would have promoted, supported, and, 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 and be voting for President Trump because he did more for blacks than any president in my lifetime. The closest thing he came to was Ronald Reagan. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm sure we talk about you talk about this all the time, CL, But you have the, the lowest unemployment in the history of mankind, or history of our country. I should say that of blacks, Hispanics, Asians, women, uh, veterans, teens, and you have this is the key: have 400 percent growth in black business business ownership within two years. That is magical to any society. You have that many people have hope. They're putting their money together, they're taking risks. They want to, to service their communities and bring it around. That is the true. Uh, draw to the, back, to the middle class. Anyone who puts him down and understands those facts, they're not about black lives, they're about their own agenda. They're elitists. Absolutely. And, and those are the most, most dangerous people we have in our country because they look like us, they talk like us, and they, they hug us around their, our shoulders and then they stab us in the back every chance they get. And folks, they have been stabbing us. I'm talking about, now, full disclosure, and you may not get it because uh, you have this image of how a black man should sound and how uh, you know, but Burgess and I are both black men from the South who, in fact, are, in fact, conservatives and Christians above all. And um, this is the one thing that many times you are exposed to is a, an opinion from someone other than a black liberal who is a black elitist. Uh, we uh, are, are telling you our common experience as black men growing up in this country and Burgess I always uh, love having you on the show and I want to thank you for being on with me God bless you and, and God keep you is my prayer and uh, tell everybody one more time how to get in touch okay. with you uh, it's, it's Burgess or Utah.com and see all my friends anytime we do this uh, I love the fact we have such a, a great background together as friends of course the same experience growing up and we're going to make a difference. People, the black conservatives across this country are going to let America know that this country has been great in the past, will continue to get great, and all Americans out there can truly experience the American dream. Let's just do it together and, uh, and realize what it truly means. Burgess Owens. Burgess Owens, run hard, man. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay.